0: today's podcast is presented to you by podgo podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you're going to get when you include an ad from podgo i recently joined as a member and you can too apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience that that's podgo.co at podg dot co and also if you uh do go and sign up then you know make sure you tell them you heard about it through us in the uh, application thanks whisper to me your secrets show me your nightmares all cats are gray the dark dear whether or not you dare Welcome to All Cats Are Gray in the Dark. I'm your host April Simmons. This podcast contains true cases of graphic violent crimes and other stories of a dark nature. Please be advised that due to the subject matter and violent, sometimes sexual content and obscene language, this podcast is not for children or the faint of heart.
1: Come in. Hi, Hi. I'm, I'm, I know again. <laughs> Woo. we said in birth this time yeah we had to do a start over because we had some technical difficulties welcome uh, to your life yeah, yeah. yeah we're doing cults part 6 I've got 3 cults technically to talk about but one of them's just an honorable mention so and my husband's trying to talk to me bleh um, who wants that, right? Yeah. I'm kidding, I'm kidding.
2: Well, Justin in <laughs> the room with me again, so here's hoping he doesn't fart today.
1: Well, we'll just start making his farts a soundboard, like we did with <laughs> Spencer. <laughs> yeah, and Kilby. I haven't said that in a while. Yeah. I still just use the clip. Unless it's a real serious episode, and then I don't include either that or the Spencer's <laughs>
2: Well, <laughs> that's probably
1: for the best. <laughs> um, hope everyone's well. I'm losing my mind because my husband's wanting to start a home-based business and quit his job. And I'm, like, so scared right now. <laughs> like, I don't know what to do. That and I think that us being around each other all the time would probably do damage to our marriage. Because I'm very like I I want my own time and I want time to sleep in. He came home to wake me up yesterday just to tell me that his job could be in jeopardy. They're closing down some of the stores. He doesn't know for sure if it's his yet, but so he came home to wake me up to tell me that. And I wanted to stab him the rest of the day because I could not go back to sleep. I was just like, let me sleep. Why couldn't you? That could have waited a couple of more hours for me to wake up naturally. Like seriously. Um. Okay, where to start? Where to start? We need to do this. Let's do it. It's two minutes in. First one is "Children of Thunder." That sounds serious. I know. It just sounds very fantasy novel. (laughs) (laughs) Like we are the children of thunder. They would just be a bunch of badass elves or I don't know, something. Yeah. Just something a bunch weird. of Thors. Just, just multiple Thors. No, it's Thor's children! <laughs> oh,
2: that That makes way more sense. I don't like it.
1: Alright. Glenn Helzer and his brother Justin and I expect to fart after that. Um, <laughs> just insert that- <laughs> Oh my <laughs> god, dogs, that's not a fart <laughs> <laughs> <I did> not. <laughs> what are they doing I don't know I'm not out there just, yeah.
2: to, oh my god why <sighs>
1: <sighs> let, let them bark it on out for a second and I will edit I will use that to noise reduce that anyway um <sighs> Jesus, they were trying to to say a word. (laughs) Maybe they hear you. Maybe. They're like, who's that talking through the magic microphone? I don't know. It might be Jacob and Camila coming back from shopping. uh, I want to go shopping. I miss shopping. Um, Well, anyway, they met... (sighs) God, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Every possible sound... (laughs) Today, somebody's trying, trying my patience today. And next, the cats and dog are asleep right now. Let's hope they stay that way here at my house, because they will. They're bad about trying to get up here to mess with my laptop while I'm trying to record and stuff. So, yeah. Well, not Skag, Obviously, he can't. But <laughs> the cats do. Anyway. They met Don Goodman, or Godman, uh, yeah I guess Godman, okay. on Memorial Day 1999 at a murder mystery dinner hosted by a Mormon com- congregation, and all that right there should have been a red flag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that just that for everyone just everyone a really good movie. I know. It's like, this is, every word of that whole sentence should have been a red flag. Yeah. In Walnut Creek, California. Godman became Justin's girlfriend and moved into a house in Concord with the Hauser brothers in April two thousand. Glenn Hauser was excommunicated excommunicated I can't talk apparently from the LDS Church in nineteen ninety eight due to his drug use. Around this time he declared himself a prophet. Red flag. And developed a list of maxims he called the twelve principles of magic.
2: I mean, so far, this sounds way cooler than the other
1: cults. I know. I'd like, Twelve Principles of Magic. I'd probably buy into that. I don't I don't know. By which he expected his followers to abide. He had plans to train Brazilian orphans to assassinate women <laughs> leaders. Never mind, I changed my mind about the Twelve Principles of Magic. Yeah, I can't even, like, can't even make it through a paragraph about these people, and it's already entertaining. Yeah. Um, so that he could take over the LDS church and start a self help group called Transform America. Okay. He's good dreaming stuff, at least. Yeah. Which was intended to create a state of peace and joy. Don't they all start that way, though? They're yeah. like, we want all the peace and the world to be happy, and, and then it all goes downhill when somebody yeah. wants to have sex slaves or some shit. Yeah. That's, usually what, yeah. <laughs> that's usually where this goes. I can't remember. I I typed this up months ago, so I have no idea where this is going myself. This this episode's a surprise for even me. Yay! Yay! Oh, God. I'm getting a message on Facebook right now about a stuff I'm selling. Cripes. <laughs> this, this episode's going great so far. Yep. He referred to himself and his followers collectively as the children of thunder. Thunder, thunder. Anyway, I want to start singing some like thunderstruck or something. Yeah, so that's exactly
2: what I was thinking. Actually, earlier when you said in April two thousand, I immediately wanted to be like.
1: In order to finance his plans, Helser developed a scheme to extort money from Ivan and Annette Steinman, an elderly couple who had been Helzer's clients when he was employed as a stockbroker.
2: Uh, he was a stockbroker? Stockbrokers always lose
1: it, man. <laughs> well, if Wall that Wall Street movie is in the any indicator. Yeah, that shit was crazy. Or or how about American Psycho? Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Isn't that what he did that's what he did, isn't it? I can't remember. Man, something like that. Something la da. On july thirtieth, two thousand, the House of Brothers and Godman kidnapped the Steinmans and forced them to write checks for a hundred thousand dollars before murdering them. Damn. Well
2: Wouldn't that be kind of obvious like let me cash this check? Oh, they're dead. Hmm. Don't know anything about that.
1: <laughs> this is this check just happens to be Dated the day they died. That's Waffly Weird. Um, <laughs> waffly Weird. Waffly Weird. <laughs> that's the name of this episode. Waffly Weird. That's that's the new name for this one. And then we've got to make some merch with a waffle that has a cool mustache or something. Yeah. I don't know. That's what I pictured in my head was like an Uncle Steve mustache <laughs> or a waffle. <laughs> And then why not just go all out, Uncle Steve, and give him a prosthetic leg too? Mm. I mean, yeah, Uncle Steve. Uh, Uncle Steve. I still don't have him on Facebook anymore. looked yeah. like he was ugly to me. All right, continue.
2: <laughs> Usually <laughs> we go off track in a whole section, but now it's like we get two sentences out of our mouths and we go. Well, it's because this whole story is fucking insane. <laughs>
1: yeah the tri- it's honestly kind of funny. I know that the people got murdered or whatever, but like it's overall it's still kind of a ridiculous story though. Yeah. Um the trio then murdered Glenn Hauser's girlfriend Selena Bishop on August 2nd in order to prevent her from potentially providing information that could lead to his arrest. To extort the to extort the Steinman's money, Hauser convinced Bishop, who Knew him as Jordan to open banks in her name for Helzer's use. So, the girlfriend he talked his girlfriend into opening a bank account so that he could use that for the money or whatever. Yeah. Uh, he told her he was inheriting a large sum of money which he needed to hide from his ex wife. Yeah. That, that could be legit. I mean, yeah. let's face it, my husband won't stop messaging me uh, I th- he probably forgot that i'm even recording today honestly <clears throat> thinking, yeah. yeah yeah hauser and godman went to the bishop's apartment where bishop's mother jennifer Valer- valerian was staying. hauser had decided to eliminate Valeran because she had seen him and he feared she could identify him he murdered Valerian and her friend James Gamble, who was at the apartment that night. Can you imagine you just drop by to see a friend and get murdered just because you were there? Like, I mean, yeah. uh, using a gun register to Justin Helzer, so his brother. Mm-hmm. The five murders were connected when police recovered duffel bags from the Sacramento River, which contained the dismembered remains of Bishop and the Simons. Investigators searched the Steinman residence and found a note written by Ivan Steinman mentioning Taylor Helzer. Friends of Bishop were shown a photo of Helzer, whom they identified as Jordan. A DMV check revealed that he owned a 1998 Saturn sedan and Justin owned a 95 pickup, both of which matched descriptions of vehicles believed to be connected to the murders. So basically they're stupid. Yeah, they're real stupid. They just left a whole string of evidence pointing right to them. Uh, investigators also found that Justin had recently purchased a 9mm Beretta, the same kind of gun used to kill Valerian and Gamble. Fingerprints belonging to Justin and Godman were found in the Steinman's van, which had been stolen and abandoned. Oh, Christ! They're so fucking dumb! I like uh, This is terrible. On August seventh, 2000, police arrested Justin, Houser, and Godman at their Concord home. Glenn fled to a nearby house where he threatened a woman and demanded money, a gun, and a car. That's that's a way, great way to like leave yourself open for defense when you do something else bad while trying to get away and not yeah. get arrested. Yeah. <sighs> he cut off his ponytail and then left through the back door. <laughs> he was arrested shortly.
2: <laughs> so not he's like, hey, let me try to like Hide what I look like now, but let me leave it behind so they know I've cut my hair. What the hell?
1: And then they've got—they've already got your DNA to match to other shit now too. Like, I mean, like he's real brilliant. Huffman accept,
0: accepted a plea deal and agreed to testify
1: against the Housers. She was sentenced to 25 years to life and 12 years and eight months for other charges related to the murders. Glenn pleaded guilty to all charges and was sentenced to death. Justin pleaded not guilty by reason of insanity with his attorneys claiming that he suffered from a delusional disorder. Justin was found guilty and sentenced to death. Justin committed suicide by hanging on April fourteenth, 2013 while incarcerated at San Quentin.
2: So this one's interesting to me because, like, they had real good plans for a cult, but they were so fucked up that they couldn't even really make it. Other yeah. than a handful of people. So this one's more like some people going crazy more than a cult. Um, or just a really poorly done cult. I guess. Like, Jesus. That's that's something. It sounds like they weren't very good stockbrokers. That must be why they quit.
1: Yeah. Um... <laughs> Oh, uh, seriously? And that's all I have on them. So, you know, it doesn't say what how much time. Oh, wait, no, no, it does. Glenn pleaded guilty and charged and was sentenced to death. Okay, I thought it didn't give an update on him, but it did. Uh, I just skimmed over it, apparently. Um, and so the brother committed suicide while he was in San Quentin. And she was sentenced 25 to life. So that's all we know about that. And obviously it was a very short-lived cult. <laughs> it's just a handful of people. Yep. But I just thought the story was interesting and that's why I included it. Yeah. I didn't remember quite how interesting. Because <laughs> it was just ridiculous. Yep. Uh Next we have the Fall River Cult. Hmm. You ever weird. heard of them? No. I don't, I don't
2: have a good feeling, though,
1: the way you're saying that. <laughs> I've only... I've. I don't remember. If, I think I'd heard of them before. The Freetown Fall River State Forest is a forest in Massachusetts and a place where satanic rituals were happen, happening in 1979 and 1980. It is nicknamed the Cursed Forest of Massachusetts. So that's we're off to a good start there. Yeah, yeah. Um, One of the earliest known murders in the forest happened in night, November 1978. The body of 15-year-old Mary Lou Aruda was found tied to a tree in the woods. The girl was abducted two months prior. James M. Cater was convicted for the kidnapping and murder but some believe the satanic cult was responsible as a cross was found near her body.
0: In 1987,
1: a homeless man was accidentally killed in the same forest. In 2001, two men were shot on a road going through the woods. Many other assaults have been reported happening there as well. Well, I wouldn't be fucking going there. But during 1987, 1979 and 1980, this forest were was where the murders committed by a satanic cult were happening. The murders were also known as the Fall River Cult Killings. Not only were people killed, animals were ritually sacrificed as well. Not the animals. Man, why? Evidenced by traces of animal blood and found carcasses of cattle. Man, that just reminded me, just to change the subject to something much more pleasant. I want one of those little, is it Highland? The Highland cattle? The little short cows that are all fluffy? Uh, I think I know what you're talking about, but I have no idea. Um, I can't remember if that's what they're called or not. I think so. Petted one at the fair one time. I fell in love because it was so freaking soft and it kept following me around. Because it was a big circular... Fenced in area, and it would like follow me around the circle. Oh. And I was just like, I want one of those one day. So, if I ever have enough land, I'm getting one as just a pet. Yeah. Like, it's going to have its own little barn to itself and <laughs> like everything. I want one. <laughs> that sounds happy. Yeah, it does. You know, you're going to visit just to have yeah. well, no. I mean, the baby been now. The anyway. Yeah. The body of the first victim was found on on the thirteenth of October, nineteen seventy nine. The victim was a seventeen year old prostitute, Doreen Levesque or Levesque. I am going to say Levesque. but well, she was found with wrists bound with fishing line? Oh, stabbed. Just thinking about it. I know because it's so thin and it's so, so sturdy too. Especially if you get the right kinds, you know, mm-hmm. like that shit don't that shit don't break. <laughs> Uh, she was stabbed in the head several times and sexually tortured. Hmm. Police suspected one of her clients of committing the murder, but that wasn't the case. It was the satanic cult she was a member of. So she was actually a member? Oh, my Lord. Look at me being surprised by the shit that I heard. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, What? don't remember that. More precisely, it was likely her violent pimp, 26-year-old Carl Drew. However, there was no evidence to link him to the murder. Karen Marston, Drew's other prostitute, referred to him as the devil and told the police she was afraid of him. She was the one who openly said he murdered Doreen.
0: Another prostitute...
1: So it's a prostitution ring and a satanic cult? Jesus. Another prosti- I know. It's like, can we just do all the bad shit on Earth? All of it. Another prostitute, yes, I read the next fucking sentence, and it is, they It they do they do cover all the bases on all the bad shit in the world. Oh. <laughs> Another prostitute, 22-year-old Barbara Raposa, worked around the same area as Doreen. She was reported missing by her boyfriend, Andy Maltius, a pedophile, rapist, sexual sadist, and a devout Christian who used to be a Satanist together with his girlfriend. That was I a lot know. of things right there a devout Christian pedophile rapist sexual sadist. Um, Sorry, that's a little bit contradictory there. And as it should be, anyway. uh, He believed the cult was responsible for her disappearance. It's important to point out Andy was also a pimp. So he was also a pimp. (laughs) Hmm. I almost said some real bad shit. I don't want to wish bad stuff on people, but sometimes sometimes you think I may not say it out loud, but I'm thinking it. Uh, it's <laughs> He was described as intelligent and domineering. He was also shrouded in mystery as prostitutes who talked about their murdered coll- colleagues didn't know much about him. Still, he was correct to blame the cult. Karen Marsden said Drew organized the prostitution ring as a satanic coven. She and another prostitute, Carol Fletcher, told the police the cult held their nocturnal gatherings in the Freetown State Forest. Marston was afraid her body will be dumped there after having battery acid injected into her veins and her soul being offered to Satan for talking to the police. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I know.
2: How'd you get those ideas? Mm. Sounds like they might have already done it. Sorry, I had a message. Um... You want to read the next little bit? I've been reading for a while anyway. Yeah. I figured I was reading this one, and then you started. I'm like, sweet. Um, I didn't think
1: about it, honestly.
2: Yeah. Um, it turned out Drew wasn't the only dangerous person in the cult. Marston's 17-year-old friend and lover, Robin Murphy, was far from in- innocent. Even before being introduced to the Fall Rivers cult, she was known to be violent. She was also the one to tell police it was Andy Maltese who murdered his girlfriend, Barbara Raposa, because she was cheating on him. She claims she has been with them on the, she had been with them on the night of the murder. Maltese and Raposa started arguing. He then pulled over, raped her, beat her with his fists and a rock, and left her to die. Murphy claimed she didn't report him sooner, fearing retribution. Her testimony was full of holes, but Maltese was already known as problematic, so it was enough to put him behind bars. Whew, thank God for that. Yeah. Murphy also claimed to be present during the Levesque's murder. She said her killing had been an offering to Satan, and Drew was responsible for it. Levesque wanted to start working on her own and leave the cult, and Drew couldn't let that happen. Murphy claimed Levesque was murdered out of her sight, but she let no sound. That testimony wasn't plausible, as her injuries pointed to sexual assault, prolonged torture, and a very bloody death. So, this bitch just making up some stuff. Not helping. Eventually, Karen Marsden's skull was found in the forest. Former prostitute Maureen Sparta contacted the police and told them Robin Murphy was the murderer as she admitted it to her during a phone conversation. During the interrogation, Murphy confessed, explaining Marsden had become too much of a liability and was rumored to have gone to the police after Levesque's murder. She said Marsden's death was a result of stoning, a neck, and cutthroat. Her head was torn off while she was still alive, drew cut her finger to get the ring she was wearing drew also carved an x in the marston's torso and began to speak in tongues offering her soul to satan Murphy also said she had been made to perform oral sex on the headless cadaver before it was dumped in the woods and burned Well To go back to Sparta, she also told the police black mass gatherings indeed took place in the forest. She claimed she didn't know anything about human sacrifice, but she did say goats and stray cats were used during the ceremonies. Their their blood was used in mock baptisms and poured over the heads of attendees. The trials finally ensued. Murphy received a life sentence with the possibility of parole. She was released in 2004, but violated the parole and returned to prison in 2007. Jeebus, Carl Lewis, a man who also took part in the ritual slaughter of Karen Marsden, never stood trial for it. However, he was arrested a few years later for assaulting Sparta with a weapon. He allegedly beat her and stabbed her in the head with a knife. She was three months pregnant at the time. He served seven years and is free today.
1: Well, that's great.
2: Drew is currently serving a life sentence with no possibility of parole. He filed several appeals seeking a new trial as he claims he was never involved with the cult, but so far they were all denied. What's interesting about this case is some people question whether or not the cult really existed or was it all a result of satanic panic, which was widespread at the time. (laughs)
1: <laughs> even if this way, were, yeah. You know, it, even if this isn't a cult, that obviously that's a fucked up group of individuals there. Yeah. yeah.
2: No, that's that was a lot of fucking shit going on, but a lot of it just sounded like a bunch of made up shit. Like, so did did some of this really happen? Were the people playing like playing into the Satanic Panic? Like, were they just like, yeah, we did all this crazy ass shit in the forest? Like, h- how real was it? Like. I don't know. I'm going to need more info on that one. It sounds like a bunch of crazy-ass rednecks making up some shit. Yeah. But it was in, like, Massachusetts. Not that there's not rednecks
1: everywhere. Oh, yeah, no, there, there. are rednecks everywhere, especially in Canada. I yeah. don't know why, but there are. Um, that was pretty much all we have on that one. And then the honorable mention for this episode is the Manson family, we, like, the reason I do the honorable mentions on the cult episodes is because there are cults that I feel we should mention, but I don't want to go deep into them because other people already have. Or because yeah, too famous. Or too famous or I just don't care about them, and that's true with the Manson family. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, just don't, I don't feel like more attention should be brought to them, yeah. to be quite honest, because too many people glorify them, honestly. Yeah. Even if they're not meaning to, they do. You know, it's got yeah. this. Um, it's like a Hollywood campfire story, basically. You know, and yeah. it's like everybody talks about it.
0: So I just put together some random facts about them
1: that I found interesting that I may or may not have already known. Who knows? I'm reading this again for the first time since I wrote <laughs> months ago. Um, it is said that they may have murdered as far as. 35 people they were only held accountable for eight so it's suspected that they may have murdered up to 35 people Jesus. yeah during the legal proceedings a young lawyer named ronald hughes chose to represent manson and family member leslie van houten then dropped manson in favor of van houten in 1970 he went missing during a camp camping trip Months later, his body was found in the woods. While it's still a mystery what truly happened to Hughes, it's highly believed that the remaining members of the Manson family murdered him in return for betraying their leader. So that's not one you really hear about that much. And that's why I included that. Um, And I found this funny because I have this book and I have started reading it a long time ago and never finished it. Manson was inspired by a very popular book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, by famous author Dale Carnegie. Hmm. Um, It basically just is kind of little tricks to make people like you, pretty much. Like, I think one of the things I remember, like I said, I started reading it. One thing was to immediately remember somebody's name and make sure that you insert it when you're talking to them yeah. so that they you know know that you're respecting them and that you remember paying their attention. name yeah you're paying attention like it's automatically like whether they even realize it or not it makes people like you because they think you like them because you remembered their name yeah um that's so that's a, that's an example of one of the things i read in there yeah um so I just thought that was interesting that he used that crap to win over people. Charles Manson never actually killed anyone. He would send family members to do his bidding or just leave right before they did the murder part. Yeah. Um, which I think most people know that. I just like to reiterate that from time to time because people are like oh Charles Manson's murderer. Like he didn't actually do the killing. Mm-hmm. That doesn't That doesn't mean I don't think he deserved the time in prison, but he deserved the punishment because he influenced these people into doing the stuff for him. Um, The family had a huge celebrity hit list. They were determined to become absolutely infamous with a carefully chosen group of celebrities they planned to murder, including Frank Sinatra, Tom Jones, Elizabeth Taylor, and Steve McQueen. And those were ones that they were planning on killing. Um, so I just thought that was really interesting. Yeah. On the Spawn Ranch, books were not allowed. Neither were watches, clocks, or calendars. The oddest thing that Manson family members were not allowed to do was wear glasses if they required them. Why? Charlie wanted to, them to see the world around them with their natural vision. Well, I would be fucked because I can't see. Yeah, no joke. I can't like, see a. <laughs> My vision is so bad that pretty much everything's just kind of a blur of colors yeah. running together. Like, uh, <laughs> it would be freaking terrible.
2: I could see if maybe, like, you started that from childhood, you just never wore glasses, but asking people to take their glasses away, like, that's an extreme difference. Like, <laughs> Yeah.
1: It's like, I hope none of them were driving without glasses. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah.
2: <sighs> Add those extra murders in there from... Running over people,
1: kind of car accidents. That would be me. I'd probably crash in my driveway. Yeah, that's how bad my eyesight is. I would crash before I left my house. Yep. <laughs> okay, so that's actually the end. Look at yeah. us doing stuff. Um, We're getting so good at this. I know. Look at us, us doing things, but we still got to do our we got to do our shout outs. I'm actually gonna say. We've got new listeners from Bulgaria and Latvia. So, I was wanting to give a shout out to them for, hey, thanks for listening. Those, yeah. Hopefully, you'll come back yeah. and not be freaked out by us. Don't leave us. Yeah. We love you. Please stay mm-hmm. with us. Um. I think that's out for, all for my shout-outs. Do you have any other shout-outs from the, you know, long length of time between these episodes?
2: <laughs> uh, the one, the not even 24 hours. Um, um <laughs> Shout-out to, um, yeah, I don't know what I got. Uh, I watched the movie Monster Squad last night. It's so basically like, the Goonies, but about
1: Dracula and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I actually like that movie, but I think I've only seen it like once.
2: Yeah, no, I had never seen it. Um, I still don't hundred 100 percent understand what the hell I watched, because um, <laughs> uh, it like leaves a lot of stuff for you to kind of understand. Um, yeah. But we had just played Horrified, the board game. Oh, um, I love that with game. the family, and Al was over here, and then um, they were talking about it while we were playing and they decided to watch it so so horrified and monster squad make it a
1: duo night family night yeah horrified and man horrified is good we have that one and yeah it's, uh, oh we lost uh but i mean we were
2: playing with the full amount of five people so the monsters got a turn between every person and it made it so much harder we only oh, yeah. played with we like. There's novice, like normal and hard, and so yeah. three monsters is is the medium, like the normal mode. Um, yeah, we still lost. <laughs> yeah. So,
1: but it's a really fun game. We like it. I think we uh, we played it a bunch when we first got it. I think we only lost like once, mm-hmm. and it was when we tried to use some of the higher level monsters or whatever. Yeah. So we just went back to using the starter monsters again. We're like, screw that. Yeah. We don't want to lose. Um Okay, now I guess we're on to our list this week. Uh so if you don't aren't into that whole listening to us ramble about pop culture stuff, then bye and see you next time. I was gonna say, then you
2: probably shouldn't listen to our podcast at all.
1: <laughs> That's also true yeah no, I'm kidding. How, how many times per episode, somebody needs to count how many times per episode we either have a pop culture reference or break out singing something. Yeah. <laughs> that's It's probably a lot. Yeah. Um, This week's list is male singers and artists since we just did female. Yep, yep. So, are we going to do it one at a time again, go back and forth? Yep. Yeah.
2: Number five.
1: David Bowie. <laughs> uh, number five is David Bowie there. for you.
2: Yeah. Uh, number five for me is Dave Gahan. Dave Gahan from Depeche Mode. Yes. And again, know. I kind of went for vocals because like, I don't listen to like just solo dudes. Otherwise yeah. it'd be like Michael Buble, number one. <laughs> yeah. I didn't actually even put him on here. Whoops. Yeah.
1: Number four. Johnny Cash. That makes sense. Number four for me is Danny Elfman. Oh nice. Yeah. Boingo Boingo man. Uh did you watch the like the holiday movies uh that made us or whatever on Netflix? Mm-mm. They did a whole thing about now There that there's a whole episode about Night Before Christmas making of and he's in a lot. Danny Elfman is. Um, for obvious reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Um it's actually a pretty interesting series because they did Elf and Nightmare before. I can't remember if there was any other ones, but it was really good. So number three. three, Elvis. I
2: one hundred
1: and ten percent
2: forgot. <laughs> you forgot Elvis. Yeah, <laughs> I told you I was gonna feel really stupid.
1: We're from Elvis Town, USA, and she forgot Elvis. Yep. You yep. get a special ribbon for that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> number three for me is Neil Finn, of course. Yes. And that's, uh, you know, singer of Crowded House. Solo stuff is just as good. His son's stuff is good. I've had this. We've talked about this, but Neil Finn. Number two,
1: Michael Jackson.
2: Fuck. I guess these two aren't my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number two for me is Morrissey. From the Smiths. If you don't just know Morrissey, and if you don't, yeah, that's all know. my
1: honorable. That's all my honorable mention. Yeah. <laughs> Number one. If you don't have this, I'm going to be very disappointed. Freddie Mercury.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Number one for me is David Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> they
2: go together.
1: <laughs> yeah. Monster. Yeah. Mine ended with Bowie and started with Freddie. So. Yeah. They should have been closer together. Okay, I'm going to rush through the honorable mentions or yeah. try to. Robert Smith from The Cure, Morrissey, Prince, Bobby Darren, Roy Orbison, and Meatloaf. Damn, Meatloaf.
2: Damn. My honorable mentions is Martin Gore, which is still Depeche Mode, um, Roland Orzabal, and Kurt Smith, who were they For fears.
1: <laughs> um, I was I was like somebody sent me
2: a message and I, you know, I, I missed all of that Roland Orzabal and Kurt Smith is what I said I actually prefer one over the other I prefer the deeper one but I don't know which one's which honestly so I just put them both I still love both of their voices um, then I have Win Butler of Arcade Fire James Mercer of the Smiths Robert Smith Julian Casablancas of The Strokes Brandon Flowers of The Killers Alex Turner of Arctic Monkeys, Matt Bellamy of Muse, and then of course Freddie Mercury.
1: Oh, yeah, Muse. Muse is a good one. Hmm. Um, me and my husband both love Muse also.
2: Yeah, I just tend to like bands way more than just plain old singers, so it this one... Well, I, cl- I
1: included some of both.
2: Partly, yeah. Because, I mean, I Look
1: at like Bowie. Bowie's like work. the only one on my
2: list. It's just <laughs> a, a singular one. But... But they, I just love the
1: them them's voices. Yeah. What time is it? 37 minutes? Holy shit. Did we just finish our list and the episode? And it's only 37 minutes? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um congratulations to us now we got to shut up so that we won't ruin that yeah <laughs> and uh hopefully I'll see you guys or talk to you guys yeah she's having surgery next week so that's why we re- we pre-recorded this one before her surgery uh for next week and yeah
2: if anything I can still talk I just won't be able to read and I'll be really sad because I won't be- I'm having eye surgery and it's gonna take like a good month or so to recover Um, And I don't know how well I'm going to see after it. My boss has given me, like, told me horror stories of it feeling like, it feels like it looks like, sorry, it looks like you're looking through Vaseline for the first month. So I'm freaked out. I'm, like, downloading audiobooks. I need some more podcast recommendations. My husband's going to have to, like, turn on all of this for me because I won't be able to see. But anybody want to shout out to me with some, recommendations of any of that, or anything that doesn't use my eyes and doesn't get my blood pressure up, because you know, obviously there's sexy things I Now can that do you asked for that, I'm gonna send
1: you a list of, like, dozens of podcasts <laughs> Do it <laughs> Um And I'll just put ours at the top of it, like, just <laughs> to to all of it That's true, I can catch up and finally
2: understand all the things I don't like all the episodes and jokes and things that I don't know about
1: Yeah anyway thanks for listening guys tune in next week and hopefully she'll be okay enough to do an episode and if not um i may have to get my husband beer so that he'll record with me (laughs) throw my husband the farter into the mix yes we might do that anyway just for entertainment Yeah. okay later everybody